0: Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm 95 on page 459 O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. Psalm 17 is on page 358. Hear the right, O Lord, consider my complaint, and hearken unto my prayer that goeth not out of feigned lips.
1: Let my sentence come forth from thy presence, and let thine eyes look upon the thing that is equal.
0: Thou hast proved and visited mine heart in the night season, Thou hast tried me, and shalt find no wickedness in me, for I am utterly purposed, that my mouth shall not offend.
1: As for the works of men, by the word of thy lips I have kept me from the ways of the destroyer.
0: O hold thou up my goings in thy path, that my footsteps slip not.
1: I have called upon thee, O God, for thou shalt hear me. Incline
0: thine ear to me. And hearken unto my words. Show thy marvellous loving kindness, Thou that art the Saviour of them which put their trust in Thee, from such as resist Thy right hand.
1: Keep me as the apple of an eye, hide me under the shadow of Thy
0: wings. From the ungodly that trouble me, mine enemies compass me round about, to take away my soul.
1: They are enclosed in their own fat, and their mouth speaketh proud things.
0: They lie waiting in our way on every side, watching to cast us down to the ground. Like as a lion that is
1: greedy of his prey, and as it were a lion's whelp lurking in secret
0: places. Up, Lord, disappoint him and cast him down. Deliver my soul from the ungodly by thine own sword. Yea, by thy hand, O Lord, from the men of the
1: evil world, which have their portion in this life, whose bellies
0: thou fillest with thy hid treasure. They have children at their desire, and leave the rest of their substance for their babes.
1: But as for me, I shall behold thy presence in righteousness, and when I awake up after thy likeness, I shall be satisfied.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the third chapter of the Book of Ruth. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Now Boaz, whose young women you were with, is he not our relative? In fact, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Therefore wash yourself and anoint yourself. Put on your best garment and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he is finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies, and you shall go in, uncover his feet, and lie down. And he will tell you what you should do. And she said to her, All that you say to me, I will do. So she went down to the threshing floor and did according to all that her mother in law instructed her. And after Boaz had eaten and drunk, and his heart was cheerful, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of grain. And she came softly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. Now it happened at midnight that the man was startled and turned himself, and there a woman was lying at his feet, and he said, Who are you? So she answered, I am Ruth, your maidservant. Take your maidservant under your wing, for you are a close relative. Then he said, Blessed are you of the Lord, my daughter, for you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning, and that you did not go after young men, whether poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request. For all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. Now it is true that I am a close relative. However, there is a relative closer than I. Stay this night, and in the morning it shall be that if he will perform the duty of a close relative for you, good, let him do it. But if he does not want to perform the duty for you, then I will perform the duty for you. As the Lord lives lie down until morning so she lay at his feet until morning and she arose before one could recognize another then he said do not let it be known that the woman came to the threshing floor also he said bring the shawl that is on you and hold it and when she held it he measured six ephahs of barley and laid it on her then she went into the city When she came to her mother-in-law, she said, Is that you, my daughter? Then she told her all that the man had done for her, and she said, These six ephahs of barley he gave me, for he said to me, Do not go empty-handed to your mother-in-law. Then she said, Sit still, my daughter, until you know how the matter will turn out, for the man will not rest until he has concluded the matter this day. Here endeth the first lesson.
0: Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end.
2: Amen. Here begins the tenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. After these things, the Lord appointed seventy others also, and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. But whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give, for the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter, and they receive you, Each such things as are set before you, and heal the sick there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whatever city you enter, and they do not receive you, go out into its streets and say, The very dust of your city, which clings to us, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless know this, that the kingdom of God has come near you. But I say to you, that it will be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. He who hears you hears me. He who rejects you, rejects me, and he who rejects me, him who sent me. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight, All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which have seen the things you see, for I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see, and have not seen it, and to hear what you hear, and have not heard it. Here endeth the second blessing.
0: Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, To perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember His holy covenant, to perform the oath which He swore to our forefather Abraham, that He would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve Him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before Him, all the days of our life, and thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the Highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, And grant us Thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: Grant, O Lord, we beseech Thee, that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by Thy governance, that Thy Church may joyfully serve Thee in all godly quietness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, And grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
3: morning to all. Um, I was thinking about the the book of Ruth, which is set um, chronologically within the period of the Judges, although it reads as a very, very different book. When reading through the book of Judges, uh, we had this phenomenon where um, Israel was really, really bad and God, you know, and fell into bondage and God raised up, you know, a judge, a savior by the power of the spirit who did mighty things to provide a a sort of seasonal momentary immediate deliverance, you know, before Israel, of course, fell back into her accustomed uh, unfaithful ways. And in in the book of Ruth, we have a sort of contrasting means of deliverance, um, which which we might um, portray as sort of ordinary faithfulness, that um, the deliverance in the book of Ruth is, you know, nobody really does anything, nobody is disobedient in the book of Ruth. They went away for the famine, they came back uh, empty-handed, you know, sort of battered, bruised by life on on the margins, we have uh, a mother in law Naomi and a daughter in law Ruth and Ruth is an epitome of faithfulness. She leaves her people to become part of naomi's people. she um follows actually follows the Torah. Uh, you know, the, the, the instructions that God has given to his people in terms of being faithful. She goes to glean in the field, which the Torah made provision for how the poor would be fed. And she's, you know, she's noticed by Boaz, who is a righteous man and makes provision for her. And in the encounter, so what happens in today's chapter is that Naomi begins to see, okay, Boaz is a relative and in the context of the Torah, there's provision for a relative to, um Provide descendants, children, male heirs to to a, a family line that's lost them. That's the kinsman redeemer idea here. That um, and so that and so that the Torah makes provision for this kind of deliverance. And Naomi sets it up for Ruth to ask Boaz to do it. And um, but it's it's a story of of humble faithfulness. And when Boaz, uh, you know, she comes at night and. Uh, you know, he recognizes her in the middle of the night and is startled, and he says a lot of interesting things. She says, take me under the shadow of your wings. This echoes the the statement earlier that Boaz praises Ruth in in a chapter ago for having come to take shelter under the shadow of, of, of the wing of Yahweh, the God of Israel. And now she asks him, And he he observes that, you know, everyone knows you're a faithful woman. He says you haven't gone after a younger man, whether rich or poor. That would be the idea that this is a peasant woman gleaning in the field with all sorts of men around who might take a shine to her, and she could say, oh, I could, you know, I could strike up a relationship and maybe he'll take care of me. But she doesn't do that. She does. She's only focused on taking care of her mother-in-law. And doing the right thing exactly what she's supposed to do, and the end result of that is we're going to see how someone who's faithful in an ordinary but persevering way to the Torah is by the by the way God works through his word and law will come to redemption and she'll become an ancestor of of our Lord Jesus Christ and of the Davidic line and this contrast again so this deliverance through ordinary faithfulness is contrasted with the miraculous deliverance we had in the Judges. And it it strikes me also it's quite a parallel with the New Testament, where you really have two kinds of things going on. When Jesus is talking in the public ministry, you have the corruption of the temple, the scribes, the Pharisees. You have people doing all kinds of things they shouldn't be doing. This is contrasted with the ordinary faithfulness of uh, Zacharias, Elizabeth, um then the blessed virgin who says yes and then you get these snippets in the temple of Simeon and Anna people who are in the under you know hidden underneath all this corrupt religion are ordinary faithful people whom god listens to and they become instrumental in the birth of the messiah who delivers israel so it's it's an exhortation to that God delivers us by our ordinary faithfulness. sometimes we want it to be like the judges, you know, have the spirit come upon us, we can just destroy the enemies. but when we persevere in ordinary faithfulness according to God's word, God is making provision for our deliverance, but we have to persevere through the temptations to take our make our own deal or do it some other way. And it, you know, as a kind as of closing meditation, you know, Jesus in the Gospel we read today sent out seventy others, and of course they were casting out demons. And you know, but in a sense, God sends us out as like the seventy others because, you know, He sent them out with a specific charge. But after Pentecost, we all receive the Holy Spirit when we go out, and the contrast between sort of judges and Ruth and ourselves is in seventy is the same way that. The 70 went out and did miracles and proclaimed the power. We go out called to be ordinarily faithful, to, to represent Christ in the various places of life and bear witness to him. And as we do that faithfully, God works through our witness to deliver us and to provide a witness to other people around us. I think that more than anything else is what is needed in our time now, not spectacular deliverance but the church to be what she is, the the faithful bride of Christ, to exhibit that ordinary faithfulness in all the ordinary places of our lives. So, a few thoughts about today's lessons.
0: Continuing with the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. We bless thee for our creation, preservation,